0: Well, hello, my friend. Thank you for joining me for this podcast episode. My name is Evangelist Frank King, and I am your host. And I greet you in the blessed name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He who knew no sin was made sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Praise God. Today, I want to talk about our heart and our worship. I want to talk about the relationship between our heart and our worship to God. One thing that's clear in scripture is that God desires and demands worship. In fact, One of the main reasons for which God has created us is for the sake of worshiping him. The important question is, what constitutes acceptable worship? How do I know that when I attend worship service at a local church or in a similar gathering that my worship pleases God? In this episode, I want to talk with you from Genesis chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. Now, let me tell you where we are in time. This was after the fall of man. This was not the ideal world that God first created. You know, when he finished his work, he saw that everything was good. But then the devil came on the scene and humanity became separated from God because of sin. That's where we are in this text. Now, in Genesis chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, we find mention of the first two children of Adam and Eve. Verse 1, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, And she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Verse 2. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Now, we are going to find that these two sons were totally different in terms of their character. Two sons from the same parents, but very different. I can relate to that. My wife and I have six children, and no two are alike, even though they all have the same mom and dad. In the next two verses of Genesis chapter 4, namely verses 3 and 4, we see the first expression of worship. Verse 3, and in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. So they offered to God what they had. Abel was a keeper of the sheep. Cain was a farmer. So Abel brought up his flock and offered of it to the Lord. And Cain, being a farmer, brought up his fruit of the ground and offered them to God. Now, that was the first act of worship that we see in the Bible. The question is, where did the idea of worship come from. From what I can see, God did not instruct them to do these acts of worship. Now perhaps you're wondering why I call what they did acts of worship. They are acts of worship because worship in a nutshell is an act of reverence to God. And I believe that the desire to worship God is innate. That is, that we are born with it. Some people have a very perverted concept of God, but we all seem to have this innate desire to do reverence to our concept of God, whoever or whatever that is. That's one of the reasons we have so many religions in the world. I don't care what you care to believe as God, there's probably a religion that will accommodate your beliefs now let's talk about what really matters let's talk about the kind of worship that pleases god the last part of verse 4 says that the lord had respect unto abel and to his offering but verse 5 states that god did not respect cain's offering and cain was very angry now we know that god is not a respect of persons We know he doesn't act based upon whims. We know he is not moody like people are. So what is going on here? He respected Abel's offering, but did not respect Cain's offering. Well, in verse 6, God asked Cain a question. He says, why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? In other words, Cain, why the long face? And then God says in verse seven, if you do well, your offering would be accepted also. Notice what God said in order for Cain's offering to be accepted, he said, if you do well, your offering would be accepted also. The point is that when it comes to worship, our personal relationship with the lord matters many people today want god on their terms there are some who seem to think that their relationship with god does not matter as long as they come and worship him but our relationship with god does matter i'm not saying don't come to church if you're not ready to give your heart to god But I am saying that where our heart is with God has bearing upon the acceptability of our worship. And I'm saying that if we merely go through the motions of worshiping God, but it's not from our heart, it's not true worship, and it's not acceptable. Okay. So God has revealed to Cain what he needs to do for his expression of worship to be acceptable. God said... If you do well, will you not be acceptable also? So Cain knows what he needs to do. But you know how Cain responded? Here's what the next verse, verse 8 says. And Cain talked with Abel his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. Whoa! You see, when we worship God, He looks beyond our external expressions and looks on our heart. And He makes His assessment of our worship based on what He sees in our heart. The Bible tells us in 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7, God doesn't see like man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. Cain worshiped God, but his heart was not right with God. He had a deadly hatred in his heart for his brother. He rose up and killed his own brother. Now, in the previous verses, all we had was a hint of Cain's character, and that was based on what God said to him in terms of why his offering was not acceptable. But in verse 8, we get a much clearer picture as Cain's character explodes into something ugly as he commits the unthinkable crime. Cain is like some people who come to church to worship God each week. Note, there is nothing that says that what Cain brought from His field as an offering to God was bad crop. In fact, I'm sure it was good. Not because Cain valued God, but because God saw that everything he made was good. What made Cain's offering unacceptable to God was not the condition of his offering, but it was that in his heart, Cain was a wicked man. You see, worship is intended to be a two-way process. When our worship is acceptable to God, He interacts with us and we have fellowship with God because we're not only giving but also receiving. And worship that way becomes powerful and fulfilling. But when our heart is not in it, we are merely going through the motions of All we will have is religious activity. Jesus said we must worship God in spirit and in truth. My friend, God wants our worship, but he also wants our heart. And without the latter, the former is unacceptable. Praise God. Hey, listen, I hope that you were blessed by our time together as we come to the close of this podcast episode we've been talking about our heart and our worship and our dealings with God you can't separate those two God wants our worship but for it to be acceptable to him we have to give him our heart amen praise God it is my prayer that you have that kind of relationship with the Lord that you worship him but you have also given your heart to him Well, listen until next time this is evangelist Frank King saying make heaven's best be yours